I believe that we're we're recording uh, an episode of regionally recognized podcasts, uh, proper bonics. Why don't we change that, bro? Why don't we change that? Change what? Worldwide. I mean, technically, Why? yes, we are worldwide. I, I like the aspect of being labeled as regionally recognized. The the statistics show that we are worldwide. Shout out to Hungary, uh, but regionally recognized. Why do you like why do you like the regionally recognized? Tell me what you like about that. I'm just curious. The alliteration is pretty nice. Uh <laughs> alliteration's pretty nice with the regionally recognized. I feel like people aren't really using regional that much. A lot of times people go at local. We're switching it up and go at regional. Um also we, we get it popping in our region. We get it popping other ways as well, but regionally too, it's kind of nice in that way. I let the alliteration slide. I'll allow that. Do you find that it's restricting? Yeah, that's why that's why I questioned it. Um, yeah, because like we don't don't minimize ourselves, bro. We belong mm. worldwide. You know our numbers, what they say in Hungary. What are we? We're like number eight. And that was what three weeks ago? So <laughs> we could have went up the charts. We could be number five in Hungary right now. Are we really number eight? I think we were like up top ten. Pretty bad. Hungary? Check that one. We're up there. Yo, shout out to Hungary. What's up, my guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> My hungry hippos. Um, Yo, we gotta do a show over there. What's up? What's the, what's the uh the, Im- the impressions looking like? We gotta see. I mean, <laughs> it's what's the engagement looking like in Hungary? Yeah, get some we, Hungarian some Hungarian merch that's in their language they speak over there. We could popping off globally. I'd be more than welcome to do a Hungarian show, do a Lithuania show. Um, is Ukraine open? Property box. I haven't seen you in a minute, man. It's been like, what, two weeks since Property Bonics Live, Church of Satire, slash our slumber party. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a few weeks. <laughs> it's funny, man. You got your beard popping off now. I see you out here, man. I This so part of the, it was an unintentional challenge of uh, for September. I was like, what if I do a challenge where I don't cut my hair for a month? And I was like, oh, well, if I end up having to do like any sort of event, I may cut it. And I just kind of kept it and... Not bad. This is the longest I've grown it since cutting it. And check this out. Yeah, yeah. it helps. It helps out the uh, baldness. Yeah, in terms of, like the thinning, because like I used to like shave it while it's like it once it grows like just a little bit. But now I'm realizing like, oh, it still has length to it. I think I was kind of, I think a part of me was a little like kind of hesitant of like, oh, if I grow it out, then it will show like a large like bald spot. But then yeah when you actually like let it grow it showed that it, that's not the case like it still grows hair there yeah so it's not balding it's just not growing as Thinning. strong yeah yeah and i know you you talked about so you got the fresh cut and you you recognize something upon doing so as well uh can you see mine can you see it barely like that's like that's a good like that does i wouldn't see that and think like oh that person's thinning because I, I don't know it just wouldn't be a thought process but like that doesn't look like a parent thinning so when I got my hair. So even when I had locks, bro, like the top of my head and my lock, like it wasn't as like dense. The locks weren't as long, and I was like, yeah, it feels something different. So like when I cut it down this time, and I looked, I was like, oh, it's lighter. It's just lighter. I could see my scalp. Like before, I just had hair. Now I was like, oh, it's different now. Yeah, like, this is different. 
it's wild to recognize that when you have a lot of hair, like when I had the Afro and I had some, like it was lighter up there and just recognizing like, Oh, it seems like it's growing a lot more like this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and cause you have so much hair, you could like, kind of like do things with it. But um, yeah, when you don't have the hair, it, it's a little bit more apparent. I think we talked about before though, of like if that does happen for like this all goes away, which I, I don't know if it'd go all away in one swoop. I don't think I'd be too mad at it. Yo, I think that, and I really mean this, yo, from the bottom of my heart, yo, our, our balding brothers, man. Mm. When it's time to let it go, you gotta let it go. Like, mm. it's you guys go bald, bro. Unless you can, like, unless you can afford some surgery. They be having surgery now. You, I've I heard about people doing some things and some hair transplants where it's like yeah. each hair follicle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you, you if you want to do the male BBL, go ahead. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> like it's to embrace the ball. It's age. It's, it means it means that you you you're growing old, which means it's a good thing, bro. I mean, we gotta embrace age, like we just really do. Like, we we ball in, bro. Go ball. But in the meantime, I'm still gonna let my my thing cook. You know what I'm saying? I'm good for a little <laughs> bit. I'm good for a little bit. When it's I, time to go, bro, let it go. Yeah, I I may this may be a hurrah for me, like a last one. I may grow an afro again. I may. <laughs> It was like what two Christmases ago. I surprised my mom by shaving my afro off, and she was like, "Oh my goodness!" And then this Christmas, I may surprise her with an afro. We'll see. I don't know, bro. It's probably gonna grow like a cheese wheel. It's gonna go like <laughs> it's gonna be nothing on top. I'm just gonna wear like a top hat just in the middle. It's <laughs> it's hip hop. It's what the kids are doing. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess you're right, baby. <laughs> buy you a new hat for Christmas. <laughs> I'm gonna braid just the sides around like that. <laughs> No, that might be hot, yo. That could be. You could put like a little, a mini little race car on it. Go around. I don't know. Am I tripping right now? <laughs> I have two like army men on each side, and it's like a barricade for each. Uh, that may go into Coolio territory. Uh, so I, I may not do that. No, what's that woman? I forget her name. That African prince goddess prince. She got the braid wrapped around her baldy. Um, I don't know. It's not Queen Latifah. That was my first guess. It's definitely not Queen Latifah. Shout out to set it off. It definitely was a Queen Latifah, though. I don't think it was Beyonce. I forget her name, but y'all know she was bald, but she had a braid wrapped around her head. Was it? Was this the movie? Was this Wakanda? Is you think it's Star Wars? Wakanda? I don't know what I'm thinking about. Yeah, people know the visualization I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? You know I don't do movies that well. That's that's <laughs> nor hairstyles apparently, man. That's wild. <laughs> I, that feels like a wild move that you're just like, yeah. Black woman definitely did do that. <laughs> definitely had just a braid around the whole head, which could be a thing. If you're listening to this or watching this, go to the Instagram. I'm going to find it and upload it. So when you when you hear this episode, you're like, oh, I got to go to the page, Copper Bonics, at Copper Bonics. You see what I'm talking about? I'm going to find this picture. I, I can't find it right now because I got to Google some weird things. But I'm going to find yeah. it. <laughs> it's, have you been having fun with uh, the mutual sharing of the Copper Bonics page? Yes. Hmm. I'm gonna have more. I'm gonna have more fun coming up, though. I got a lot of. Oh, I should have had some fun with it yesterday. But yeah, I'm gonna have a uh, more fun with it. I have some clips. So, well, one thing that I I do do, yeah, one thing that I that I do sometimes is I just take video and pictures of stuff randomly. Like, I don't know why, because I know you can do some content later. That's what I. Right. That's what some. That's what someone had did when someone had uploaded that video of so that video of someone's shadow on our page. You see them. Someone shot. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's uh mm-hmm. one one of us uploaded that. Uh, one of the three of us uh may have uploaded that. It may have been the shadow. <laughs> like, guess who this is? Yeah. So yeah, I'm having fun with it, man. So 
we gotta you gotta get you gotta get more active too. Let's get let's get on it. Let's get mm. on. Yeah, man. It's uh, I was uh, I was trying to rep the property box page and all that stuff. I was a sole owner for like a year and a half, so now I'm yeah. glad that we could like we could share a little bit of it. You held it down. You held it down, man, for mm. for a while. Because like I said, when I got the iPhone and I switched over from the Android, I lost the yeah booted. You held it down for a while. You did your thing. You'd be doing your little cute stories. I got on there. I see your little <laughs> messages. You'd be having your messages with people. I mean, look at Kirk with the messages. He'd be messaging people, people messaging him and talking and stuff. I got to like, let, now I let them know. I'm like, hey, from Kirk. Like, I see He's like, when we do this, by the way, this is Kirk talking. <laughs> like, you got to hop in. That'd be fun if you're having an exchange. And then like, I hop in for one message and you hop in for one message. Yeah, that'd be kind of trippy. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I was. I was like, Look at this. Stuff. I had no idea you guys were talking about. I was like, this is weird. I feel like I'm being a peeping Tom. <laughs> Shout out like, to Kevin Moran. He, he sent over some Carl Jung representation. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, some book recommendations. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll check that out. Yeah, no, see, I, yeah, I, I do remember that. It was so far off. I didn't know what it was talking about. I didn't know it was a book. <laughs> it's, he was, we, were, we were talking about Dream World and uh, Shadow Selves. <laughs> it was kind of wild. I got an update. I got I got a bit of an update, man. Since last what we saw each other, what Church of Satire, which great time we had we had a fun episode and all that rocked out um, in Hanover. Uh, the following week was a non comedy weekend, and I was like, man, I have this free weekend. What, I got a Saturday and all that stuff. I don't have any plans. I'm not going to a water park or anything like that. Uh, what's your boy gonna do? I went to my first battle rap event. Mm. Went to my first battle rap event, man. Went to Chrome Twenty Three, hosted by Remy Ma. In Camden, New Jersey. <laughs> was that uh, the one where people, bro? Was it you was the there? one. It, I was, I was in the building, bro. No in way. The building. Yeah, that man. was the one. I, that was the one, man. Why did you say anything, bro? So I was like, I. This is one where, like, I'll start from the beginning with this one. I like, I was like the Friday prior. I was like, man, I don't really know if I'm gonna do it. Like, it's it's four battles scrape. It's like I was like, I've always wanted to go to one this is one of the few times where it's in the city and there's only four battles. So it's not going to be like a whole like eight hour event. Those events, they get yeah. kind of long. Um, so yeah, man. And I couldn't really find anyone that would like wanted to go slash would be willing to pay like a hundred dollars yeah. to go to a battle rap event. Um, I, I feel like I have to like hit up some like high schoolers or something like that. I feel like you guys want to see Gucci Gotti versus easy block captain. Um, <laughs> Bruce right. Pat's is hundred dollars. It, it, yes, at first it seems steep, but I gotta tell you, one thousand percent worth it. One thousand percent worth it, man. Um, pulled up to the spot, and Camden, it's Camden, uh, but it's the event itself. Not, I didn't feel like in danger at all while inside. Nothing like that. It was like I won't say it was all love or anything like that because it was a lot of hostility in there and all that. But I was worried about my car. I was worried. I was a little, a little worried about my car. I was. I pulled up in the kind of shady spot. They do cars in Camden. Yeah, and there are signs out there, like just all over the place, like "Yo, don't leave that there. They'll break into your car." I'm paraphrasing, um, but like, there's a lot of that, and I pulled up on a shady street. But I let the spaceship be. I was like, "All right, I hope you're okay." Went to the building, and man, boy, right off the bat, hip hop journalists, battle rap journalists, Uncle Ra was just right there. I've been watching him on YouTube while eating for like five years now. <laughs> I was like, "Holy smokes, Uncle Ra!" <laughs> You get a selfie? Like, eh. I didn't do one, Uncle Ra. I got I got a few selfies. I got one selfie and one like photo with like Chilla Jones. I got like a selfie with A Ward and was got was able to talk to him after his battle with Charlie Clips. Uh, and it was it was a lot of it's wild with those events. 
because the battle rappers are just around. Like it's not yeah. like they're in the green room; they're just there. Like, yeah. I, I turn to my right, and Charlie Clips is just to the left of me. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man. So I'm assuming you've heard about this by now because it, it, it did go viral, bro. This is like the talk of the the whole internet for a couple of days, bro. Like, yeah, Remy Ma and, and the whole Papoose and the said uh, the cheating allegations and all that stuff. I didn't know you were at that one, yo. That's bro, crazy. This was a crazy one to be at uh, because, like, going into it, like, I I was like, oh, I'm aware of like some of the stuff going on with like Geechee Gotti and Easy Block Captain, but I haven't been asked yeah. tapped in. And then this battle happens. I'm in the building next to like the analysts, like the analysts that uh, determined the champion of the year. Uh, shout out to Jay Block, uh, who like they named like the battle rapper champion of the year. Easy to block captain was one of the top contenders for it. So this battle was huge on that end. It's like be yeah. <laughs> being at that battle and being able to like talk to analysts like, yo, that line was crazy. And then them <laughs> reaching out to me like, yo, that was crazy. What do you got? Two, one, one, two. It was cool. Um, but that so before the battle, I'll, I'll just recap this one. Before the battle, uh, so Geechee Gotti is on stage, an easy block captain. He comes in with like 60 people. Uh, like it's no exaggeration. It was like 60 people. Yeah. And then uh, out of nowhere, I'm I'm at the core stage. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, this is a pretty, pretty seamless event. Three battles, nothing crazy going on right here. I hear a, a bottle crack. I hear a bottle crack open. And then you hear a security guard's taser just go off. And everyone's like rushing. Some people are moving away. Uh, and then it's like, oh, geez, what's happening over there? And then as I thought I was getting away from the situation, I was actually getting closer to it. Uh, I walk over and Baltimore rapper Tay Rock comes right down. I don't know if I should be saying this to camera. Tay Rock <laughs> comes. He comes down the steps and he's like having a, like a very lively argument with someone. And like I kind of like I won't say too much on there, but like I was like, Oh, I'm right here. And I see people rushing over towards me. And I'm like, oh man, I'm in the middle. So I skedaddle. Uh, but eventually they all make it on stage. And then the battle happens. Did you see the wow. battle yet? No, I didn't watch the battle. I'm watching those battles. Um, it's uh, a uh, I'll, I'll be saying to Jones. It's bro, this is a this is a, I mean, lyrically, it's pretty fascinating. But um, this is a good battle to watch if you want to get back into battle rap. Um, the cool thing about it was that like like you said, everyone was talking about it, but the battle had not been released up until like this Wednesday. Yeah. So like only people that were there actually knew like what was in the battle. Yeah, and your boy was one of those people, man. It was it was pretty nice. That's so crazy, yo, man. You would had a wild experience. You were just there by yourself. Yeah, swallow <laughs> up solo with a battle rap one. Uh, with a at a had a dope show t-shirt on <laughs> shout out to Andy Malfrina. And uh, yeah, I was just, I was just chilling there by myself, man. I, I talked to some people and all that stuff. And I was like saying and talking about past battles, but yeah, it was a solo endeavor. If you had a notepad, you probably like a reporter. You should do that next time. <laughs> it's, I could have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so crazy that you were at that one, yo. Cause yeah, like, man. so, so, so you, you know about the, the, so like, did she like actually, dating is easy to block captain guy she it's never addressed it. that's the thing so like even in the face-offs they never flat out said yes or no they i think it's one of those things where it's like oh well let's leave it open so that people will talk about it so which i guess works sort of thing but she never really denied it and then geechee which that you may see some of the clips his third round his old his whole thing was nutty easy was cool too but i have a 2-1 geechee officially his third Geechee's third though was like coming at easy and then the rest of his verse was just straight to Remy Ma 
like straight just to her about like not being like a great partner to Pat Poose and how Pat Poose held her down for six years. He probably cried big tears. That was a hot line. Um, (laughs) He just had it all to her. And like, she was just there. People don't remember this too. Remy Ma started in battle rap. Mm -hmm. She did battle rap in um, what's it called? It's a not fight club. I'm blanking on name right now, but it was like when they had the pool tables, like she was one of those people. Uh, So like she has some experience in the culture, but this is like her first time coming back in hosting and just getting all that heat right there, which I give her credit because she could have gotten someone else to come and host it, knowing that Geechee was probably going to come after her. But she stayed there and Geechee just relentless, man. It was like (laughs) in the building. It was just insane. It was like, geesh, it was a cool event. Okay, I think I might have to watch it now. I think I might have to watch it. You got to check that out, man. Got At least check out the third verse, but check out the battle if you can. So where do you watch it at? Oh, it's, it's on YouTube. Yeah, Chrome 23, Geechee Gotti versus Easy Block Captain. Uh, Easy's from Philly, so they thought it was like a home advantage thing, which even more credit to Geechee because he came on home turf and just... He 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 was in true traditional fashion, Geechee Gotti. Every bar was crazy. Where's Geechee Gotti from? Compton. Oh shoot! Okay, yeah, he's definitely, he definitely is on uh on the away team's turf. He was nowhere near home. Yeah, man, it was a, uh, it was, it was quite spectacular, man. And that's that's a nice little bucket list check off. It's Niagara Falls. I'd like to do that sometime. Uh, I'd like to go to Toronto and a battle rap event. Uh, got that off. Well, it was good. Man, that's dope, man. It's good that you get to check all things off your bucket list. I'm saying we were just talking about it earlier. Hmm. Um, when, before we started going recording about lowering your stressors. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> lowering your stressors. And I feel like checking things off your bucket list is on that is on that same kind of mm. template. Like, you know, don't just stress lower your stressors, turn on things with bucket list, doing things that make you happy, mm. you know. E- eating good foods, like those kind of things, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I feel like it's all in that same kind of category. You got you got any you got any notable stressors that you've been reducing? You got any like things that you've been popping off in the last two weeks for yourself? For me? Why are you trying to get me to get canceled on here? What? Are you trying to get me to get canceled? Are your stressors, are your anti-stressors getting you canceled? <laughs> oh, I, I thought you knew what I was about to say because we talked about it before we, before we started. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we don't got to talk about that because that's probably going to, yeah, the be- people know and all that stuff with uh, with all the, what's happening with the, with the streets and all that. Uh, but I'm saying in personal life, whether it be comedy, and I, I know you got a, a big birthday today. I don't know if you want to reveal it or not, um, but uh, shout out to that oh, individual man. and happy birthday to her. Oh, uh, my daughter's sweet sixteen is today. My her party, her not the actual was, birthday, but like the party itself. The birthday was on Tuesday. Yeah, party is today, and uh, yeah, I'm chilling. I'm is it Kinsanera? You gotta have like a pinata. Dog, I'm not uh, Puerto Rican. You, you you can't have pinatas uh, at block like. I'm not Puerto Rican. Yeah, but you can still have a pinata. You can't have a quinceanera, and I think that's fifteen. Fifteen ain't quinceanera fifteen. Damn, I don't know. I haven't been hanging out with the teenage girls. So I don't know. I thought that was a thing where like quinceaneras are like sweet sixteens. Yes, it isn't it Mexican too? Yes, man. It's it can it can be all the the, the Latino community, I guess. I well, she know. does get a pinata. I won't knock her for it. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I don't have a pinata, so if I don't have it, she's probably not <laughs> going to have one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um doing doing all that, man. That's 
I'm not stressing. I'm lowering my stressors, yo. That's I'm moving forward. I'm lowering my stressors. I'm not stressing about the party or nothing. Mm. Have, tell me what you need. Tell me what you have. That's it. I'm there. Let's get it popping. I'm not going to stress out. Nope. And nothing to stress out. It's a nice little party situation with a bunch of teenagers. I assume that's a, it's like what are friends from high school and all that stuff. A party with a bunch of teenagers. That sounds like stress. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, know. I was trying to make it light, but yeah, I, that sounds that sounds rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we're like doing. Super right? chaperoning right there. That's like yeah. chaperoning overtime. And then the venue said, like, "Be no alcohol." I said, "Well, I'm over 21. What? I got. <laughs> I just need. I need one. I need one. One beer. I have one beer. I need one beer. Are you gonna slip a flask in? No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> it ain't that serious, dog. You have a problem. <laughs> if you have to slip a flask into the, the 316 part, you got a problem. <laughs> Wrapping tape around your thigh to get the flask in. See, I don't even know about that. You have more problems than I've ever had, Kirk. Okay. <laughs> the kids in my prom were wilding. That's it's like, guys, I just want to dance. I just want to dance. And my prom, I had a bottle of Alize. I never forget it. Oh, yeah, bottle of Alize. Blue. Blue. What are you gonna do if you see one of these these kids out here sneaking in with some Alize, popping bottles? Take it from them. Confiscate it. Yeah. Drink it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a crime, isn't it? Is it? It's not a crime. It's only a crime if you give alcohol to a minor. But yeah. if you take alcohol from a minor, that's perfectly. That's just robbery, right? That's like you're you're a mandate reporter at that point. Like you take it from them, you had to drink it. That's part of the whole stipulation. Yeah, you got to do it. Like, you got you gotta pour it out. We're gonna yeah, <laughs> take it home, regift it. That's what you can do. Regift it. <laughs> you regift it. Yeah, man. Well, I hope it's a good turnout and I hope it's a fun time and all that stuff. Uh, the the quinceaneras, which I guess this one isn't, but I'm I my brain is focused on quinceanera and this being a quinceanera. So uh happy quinceanera to her. Yeah, yeah, happy sweet sixteen. So speaking of that, what's going on with Dane Cook? Oh yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> that was one of the spicier segues uh that you've done. Uh, <laughs> uh that's, I don't know how many I gotta say, I do appreciate it. That was good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm assuming you did see this. So people are people are uh, fixated on this one. I, I know very little. So fill me in if there's anything that I'm missing. Uh, comedian Dane Cook, uh, which uh, a lot of people's favorites uh, growing up. I, I wasn't really much of a. Not that I didn't like him. I just didn't really grow up with him being around as much. But people really liked Dane Cook growing up. Um, he had vicious circle. That was good. I remember watching that special. I enjoyed it. Uh, but Dan Cook, uh, which I think he's like in his 50s, late 40s. Uh, he's recently been married uh, to a 24-year-old woman. And um, I guess they've been dating for people are saying, suggesting that six years or such uh, and dating for a while. And they're actually married. And uh, some people are upset over the idea that uh, that perhaps a little too young. People are a little uh, grossed out over the idea of an older man dating a younger woman uh, when she was perceived to be uh, slightly above or perhaps within uh, the, the legal age limit. We might have talked about this already. I don't think we've, maybe we talked, I think it's a common thing we probably talked about with someone oh, just, else. So Dan yeah. Cook just keep doing this. Did, did we talk about, I don't think we talked about Dan Cook. Because as I'm saying it, I don't think I know that much about it or I've, I've talked about it before. Uh, he may have just like dated the person before, maybe when they got oh, engaged. Probably Leonardo DiCaprio. 
That would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Do you feel that like a 24, 52, uh, is that age gap? Uh, does that initially give you uh, any sort of like uh, resistance? Or do you think it's okay? They're adults uh, doing their thing on uh, Jamaican yachts. It's weird. It's weird. Weird. It's weird, bro. Like, Whoa. it's weird. Like, if you, what's your infatuation with 18 year olds, bro? It's, it's creepy. Huh. Creepy. Like, it just is. If you're, 40, what, six years ago, if he's 45, if he's 45, he's 18, it's just like, bro, what's up? It's, it's weird, bro. It's creepy. It is. Like, it just, it just is. There's no way around that. I don't... You don't rock I, with it. I, I wouldn't do it. I, it's, it's creepy. It's weird, bro. Like, hmm. if if a 46-year-old man was talking to my 18-year-old daughter... Oh, my goodness. I would... Beat him up every time I see him. <laughs> he, and he keeps coming even, back. <laughs> <laughs> and for life, just for life, ever thinking you that was the thing that you could do. <laughs> That's uh, I. So I, I feel like the idea of like, because I'm on the same wave. I don't have any kids or anything like that, so I can't have a reference in that way. So maybe it's even more objectively how I see it. Uh, anything with like teen in the title, it's like ah, that's all right. Then again. Some people, some people, whether they're 18 or 22, that we perceive them as a uh, younger, their brain not fully developed and all that stuff, which is a crazy aspect we should make note of. Uh, some people are different in the sense that they mature differently and they have, they're able to talk about different things and maybe had different life experiences that put them uh, ahead of what we perceive uh, as that uh, that demographic. Uh, so to say, like, should he not marry someone that he has this connection with, uh, based off society standards or, uh, should we be pinning Dane cook to a wall and hiding all the children from him? Well, I think it's mad predatorial. Is that a mm. word predatorial? Like, I like, I feel like he's preying on people. You know, it's, it's, it's like, if you, if you're, a, like you said, they met six years ago, if you're 45, 46, whatever, he's 51 now. So 45 and they're 18, like you just like manipulating someone. You're not like falling in love with someone. It's so like, bro, it's so that person don't even know life. That person, I don't care how mature you think an 18 year old is. I don't care how immature you are or he is. Bro, it's like, it's like you praying on this person. It's like, hmm. hey, it's so weird. Like, it's, I'm like, I'm like, I'm 35. Like, I have a conversation with a girl that's like 26. I'm like, this feel weird. Like, it just yeah. feel. It's like, I don't know. I, I, so I couldn't even imagine like that kind of the idea yeah. of like how you relate to that person, let alone like uh, kind of legally bind yourself to them. Yeah, it's it's not. Uh, I'm not like we gotta get rid of Dan Cook or like I, I don't have like these visceral feelings for him, but I do have the feeling of just like ah, that's seems a little seems a little different. Uh, part of me is like, who am I to judge? Uh, but I, I can't say I'm too uh, keen on that idea. I wonder this though, because I feel like many people share that sentiment of like, all right, 18, that's young. And then if the person's that big of an age gap when they're that young, because age gaps, nothing wrong with age gaps. I don't, I don't feel. Uh, but when it's that young, it's kind of, I think it sets alarms off for a lot of people. Uh, should there, uh, would we benefit? from uh age age limitations um what what's the term for it um 
is it statute limitations? No, that's more so kind of going back, but um, pretty much the age guidelines for dating someone, for them being legal uh, to have sexual relations with someone, should that be higher? Should that be up into the 20s where teen isn't even in the equation anymore? Nah, it's like you, you're giving people that's 18 other responsibilities. Like, when you're 18, you can vote. When you're 18, you go to the army. Like, but you're telling me when I'm when I'm 18, like, like, no, nah, I gotta wait. No, nah, no, nah, I feel like you can't. You can't push it back. I, I feel like almost all those things are predatory too, though. So, like, even like signing up for the army, um, voting less so predatory, but it's like we all kind of have this idea that like, oh, 18s aren't fully developed and they're not going to recognize certain things because they're, they're still d developing their own moral compass and understanding of like reality whatever that may mean uh even down to like student loans where it's like oh yeah we're gonna have you in enter this system of college and then take out thousands of dollars and then you're gonna be kind of like uh by our uh, a prisoner of us for very strong wording of that uh yeah. so it feels like a lot of those things when we look back and say like oh they're 18 doing it it feels kind of it could be perceived as predatory so would the answer be shifting that higher or is it just a matter of like hey if you you're going to have these responsibilities but doesn't necessarily mean that you have to follow up on all of them you should still have guidelines we're just making it legal for you to do it yeah you, you have to push everything else back to like 21 or something which you're not going to do mm. this is not even a this is not even a thing they're not this they're if anything if anything, <laughs> oh no, oh no, it would, yeah, they'll make yeah. it, they'll make it younger. Yeah, if anything, <laughs> it's, it's probably, yeah, <laughs> not, they not, they're not already 16. All right, and you know, the people that's gonna make that are making the rules, the ones that want to do it anyway, right? Uh, yeah, shout out to Heathrow, uh, in the UK, I believe, uh, it's 16 over there. What is, is that it? term? It's is it age of consent? Consent, <laughs> that's what it is. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 16 over there, which is bonkers, man. I mean, 18 is kind of bonkers too, but like 16, it's like, damn, you still have like, you still have like prescriptions for like proactive at that time. It's like your body's really not developed at 16. So that's, that's a little nutty to me. Bad part about that. Somebody's going to hear this and be like, UK, you say, I know, right? <laughs> Kyle Neff, you're listening to this right now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was worse than my segue. <laughs> yeah, it came out Kyle Neff a little heavy on that one. <laughs> he, does not, he does not like he does not like the young books. He actually likes them. Oh, he likes cougars. I've actually seen them with a few cougars. <laughs> oh goodness. Um speaking of which, there's a I don't I don't know if you're a part of this. There's a little roast coming up at a, in Lancaster's comedy scene. Uh there's a I don't I don't know if I can announce the name of who's being roasted yet. Uh but there's a there's a panel on it, and it's uh, I'm, I'm on the panel, so I've been writing roast jokes. Uh, so my apologies, Kyle Neff. I, I've been <laughs> I've been having you on my radar more than usual, uh, trying to get into roast mode. That's hilarious. So you dropping the, you dropping the exclusive before you even allowed to. <laughs> it's they're yeah, gonna, gonna kick you off the show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm it's, gonna be uh, your replacement. Like, yeah, I didn't I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Would you, if you, if you were asked to do some sort of roast like that, uh, how do you think you'd respond to it? True story, right? Fun fact here. I'll call it a fun fact. The first show I've ever been booked for was a roast. Well, 
Yeah, the first show I ever did, the first time my name was ever on the flyer, was a roast. And I absolutely, like, I was so prepared. Like, yeah. I was practicing my jokes at the people on my, at my job, my boss. I was like, yo, listen to this joke I'm about to tell these. This fat guy, this roast. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, oh man, that was great. And I, I, I put it on YouTube and everything. I took it off because it was so vile. It was so vile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a roast yeah. for me eight years ago. Woo. Oh goodness. I yeah, those looking back on those, I, I only have one roast up. It was one that you're at because you're in the audio. It's with uh me and Charles, uh, with Powder Jacobs at public house thing that he had. Um it was like Oh wow. Yeah, it was a while while back. And uh that's the only roast one I have up. But I feel like for all roasts, be prepared. I my one of my least favorite things, and this goes for like improv as well. Like you always hear like improv is good, but when you see bad improv, it's really bad roast where it's like the people aren't prepared and they're just like i'm gonna rely on just talking negatively about the person without structuring any jokes that's one of my least favorite things where i actually like i feel upset like like you're wasting one your opponent spend time writing jokes about you and you're not gonna have anything prepared it's like mom i just put all this energy into like thinking about you i'm thinking about you on car rides i'm like thinking about you while i'm cooking to get these jokes ready, you didn't, you didn't think of me at all. It kind of hurts my feelings. If I remember correctly, that's what happened at the roast that I was at with you. Like, you were yeah. well prepared, and your <laughs> opponent wasn't. I wasn't. Charles, that was not a shot at you while, as I was saying it. But, yes, that was the case. With I came to Charles, like, during the roast, like, the day of it. And he was like, uh, yeah, I'm writing jokes right now. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, but Charles has evolved. Charles has evolved uh, since then, and he, he does his thing. But. Yeah, on that day, it was... Damn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pretty bad. If we could edit that out. <laughs> no, shots, Charles. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, but but... I would... I would... I would I would uh, do... I would do, like, a more of a panel roast. Mm. I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm in for the one-on-one roasting thing right now. I'm just really not in that space, like... I'm a, I don't know. I'm just not... I mean, I could fire somebody up. Don't get twisted. Right. I mean, but like that whole roast battle scene, that ain't yeah. everything really my scene. I'm not crazy about the roast battles here. Like a panel, I'll do that, which is what this is going to be. But like the continuous like one on one, one on one, I could appreciate them, but I'm just not I, I think roast roast writing is a is a good start of writing. It's good because it's pretty much Yeah, no, it's like kind of like from uh have point a and i'm gonna make a joke for it point b i think that's cool it's a good joke writing exercise uh i think if people that if people like have really like fit into just like just doing the roast i think that could be a little limiting because it's like you're just writing roast jokes and i don't know how well a lot of that can transfer over to when it's like doing a 20 minute set of stand-up yeah um and that's there's exceptions. I was in Jeff Ross. There's a bunch of people that do it, but I think a lot of times people may limit themselves by just doing roasts. But yeah, power to them. No, it's a, I think it's a good exercise. It's a good sharpening your, your your tool. You know what I'm saying? You can you can you know do that. Like I, like I said, I, my first show was ever was a roast. I mean, I I, I can get busy. I'm, I grew up in the hood. I, I can get busy. You know what I mean? I can get busy. But yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm, I'm working on building my set right now. And like, I, you know, after doing the album, I want to do more and like i want to i want to just yeah i'm just not in the the mindset that like fire somebody you're gonna pay me some bread i'll do it whatever right pay me i'll do it yeah whatever but uh 
I'm just not really in the battle scene. You know what I mean? It's not. You're thinking you you're thinking about yourself and your set versus like thinking about someone else for like a good week or so, focusing on them and writing jokes about them. Because you can't use those jokes in your stand up, or at least you have to like reformat them. Yeah, no, I, I, you can reform. Yeah, I'm just not. It's not my thing. I'm really, I'm really, I really love the craft of just writing my jokes, telling my stories. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah this. Kurt, we got Kurt up here, man. Did y'all know Mm-mm. when you see Kirk is half Jamaican and half Indian? Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But you don't even understand. Like, see, no, I don't even have that. <laughs> I was a little worried right there where I was going to go. I was like, oh, man, I am not black, half Indian. That's racist up here. That's a shout out to the headliner. I was doing a show last week and just straight up just went to Indian voice. I think he was doing jokes and all that stuff, and I was like, "All right, that's." Uh, that I went to a show. Yeah, I went, I went to a show recently where the same thing happened. The headliner was doing the Indian voice, and then he asked the Indian guy in the audience, "Was his voice good?" He was like, "Was they say Indian Indian man? Was that voice good?" <laughs> so all it was the guy in the audience wasn't Indian. <laughs> it was like some Dominican dude. Oh goodness! Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. Crossing of the wires, crossing of the wires, man. Uh, but I'm, I'm curious to hear uh, you. You had a bit of experience uh, this week. You, you, you were up in the you were up in the town of the steel stacks and such. Uh, oh, if, if you're Bethlehem, willing to share, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Jay Farrell was up there performing. Bang. You know? So you know, you know, how I do. You know, pull hmm. up. You know what I'm saying? Pull up to the show. You know, I know the folks. I know the folks at Steel Stacks. You know, holla at Jay. Um, hmm. Homie AJ too is hoping his, his feature, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's the homie. So go up in there, you know what I'm saying? They gave me give me some time on the show. Like close to like three hundred people, I think something like that in there. Yes, they did you know in mean? the cafe, the music cafe. That's a, that's a, that yeah, that's a, they have like because they have a few different rooms in there and they have the music fest cafe, which is like for their big shows. So like it's a yeah, big yeah. room. It was like the fourth floor. It was like all top like. They got like the they got the balcony up there and all that stuff too. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 where I was at the balcony. You know what I'm saying? Um, so good show, the, yo, bro. I had these chicken fingers. Chicken fingers. They were so big, so big. They were like big pickles. It was like big. They were like like water bottles. They were like breaded water bottles. How how did this transfer in terms of their taste? Like how did that oh. translate? I don't like big chicken. You don't like big chicken. Damn. What, what are you trying to say right now? And it was dark, so I couldn't really see the color of it. Like, like okay. the, the, it was light and dark in the show, so I'm eating it, and I couldn't see the color of it. They may have hit you with the green ketchup. Green ketchup may have been the little bucket. I ordered four. I ate three. Too much. It's big chicken. I don't like big chicken, bro. Why is chicken so big? Uh, they pumped the chicken with steroids. Exactly. I don't want no Barry Bonds chicken tenders. <laughs> I don't know, no Mark McGuire wings. I don't want those. Got the strongest chicken in the hen right there. Yeah, probably when like the idea of like killing chicken, they're probably like super stressed out while it's happening. So you may be eating some of the anxiety as well. People say they want cage free eggs, but I like my chickens caged. I like them a little bit of stress, a little bit of tenderness. Yeah. That's a wild take. <laughs> one thing i wanted to ask you and i feel like people will benefit from this as well when it comes to like the pull-up game and all that stuff 
uh when it, when it's something like that do you in oh, advance that yeah that's going to come for the next one this is the comedy pull-up one though do you buy a ticket prior and then kind of like show up and it's like hey duh, 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 and then see how things work out or do you like do you message prior um and just not because for some people it's like all right that maybe a distance the ticket can be somewhere ranging up to like 70 or so i don't know i don't know the case of this one exactly but what what's your uh your regiment when it comes to this i ain't paid for a comedy show since october 12 2015 that's wow that's specific <laughs> all right that's that's the day i started comedy um no i i, I probably had but um <laughs> i had definitely had but that's <laughs> Yeah, no, like I, I, I mean, I hit, I hit Jay up before the show. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, depend, it depends on relationship with the people. You know what I mean? Right. Like people that I'm good for a pull up. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm goaded for the pull ups, bro. Like I don't. Uh, so like I realized this too, though. Like in my past life, I was in sales and I was in outside sales. So I was just going like, like one place I was a sole produce. So I was going just in the back of restaurants. Going in the back of hotel, like I'm just walking in the back of people's kitchen, just like, "Yo, what's up? Y'all know me. I'm trying to buy some vegetables." You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I got that in me already. If I don't know the venue, like, I just go in. I'll be telling people what I'm trying to do. Hmm. You know what I mean? I'd be like, "My name is Alan Massenberg. I'm a comedian. Um, I'm just trying to see who, how, get on show. Who I want to talk to." Most people be like, oh, he's who you would talk to. Or whatever. Like, right. oh, what's going on? Yo, my name is Alan. Just want to let you know. I'm nice to meet you. I'm, you know, no pressure, though. I want to be like, yo, I'll be on your top. I just want to let you know, introduce myself. You know what I mean? That's it. Because mm -hmm. you probably, you have to see me again. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's, it's going to take you more than one stop. You know what I'm saying? I got to get better with that. I still have the, less of the pull-up. Like, I'll do that for, like, shows that I know and all that. But, like, there's yeah. been, like, times where I go to shows where, for people that like I would love to open for sort of thing. Um, shout out to Todd Berry. I went to a show back in August and it was like a thing where you had a table set up afterward and like did a thing like, oh, hello sort of thing. But I, I felt this pressure of like, he probably gets it all the time of like, oh man, I'm a comic. I'm a comedy person, this and that. And yeah. it just didn't instinctually come to me like say like, oh yeah, I'm also a comedian. I like your stuff. And if you ever need an opener and looking back, it's like, damn, I really missed an opportunity right there. Like we had a nice little exchange. Um, I could have done that. But um, I think for some people, it's for whatever reason, it's more difficult. So it's good to hear that and something to practice more. Has he ever seen you perform? He has not. No, I wouldn't offer the opener. You wouldn't offer the opener. I wouldn't let anybody open for me. I never see perform. Would it I, in my head? It's like it maybe opens the, the idea of like, oh, well, it, almost like I travel the QR code like Save this for later. Um, but no, nah, that's because also, I mean, also because then it make it just seem like you just want something, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's like you don't even know me, bro. You're asking for stuff, right? Yeah, so I, I, I made that mistake a thousand times. I had this is like, I look looking back, I was like, that I seem weird, just like as like being needy, greedy, asking. They don't know me, and I think I once I became a to the point where like. I need people to open for me sometimes. I see it. I'd be like, oh, motherfuckers be asking me to open for me. And I don't even know. Right. So I'd be like, I don't know. I understand how that would even work. But I didn't understand that before when yeah. I was doing it. You know what I mean? 
I, I didn't get it. So I but now so now what I do is I just tell people like, yo, my name is Alan, I'm a comedian too. I just let you know I'm a fan. Like I'm really a fan of yours. Mm. Nice to meet you, bro. Like and right. hopefully, hopefully down long down the line, I, you may see me again or maybe next show I may ask for a guest spot next show or something. But like the first joint, like I, I don't be really asking unless like I had a few situations where I, I had to, but like I think there's a few I times where it can be appropriate. It's just like not even necessarily asking to get on stage. Like it's not like a hey before da da da. Like if it's like hey the show's already over. Um, I'm a comedian, big fan. Um, if you're ever in the area again and are interested in the opener, uh, know that I'm available, sort of thing. Probably a different way to phrase it than that, but like something along those lines where it's just letting them know versus like asking. Uh, I think there's times where that can work out. I don't. Hmm. I don't. I think that you have, you have good intentions. I think you'd be like, oh, it's a good kid. I'm, it, 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 it can it work out. It can. I'm being a dummy. It can work out. Hmm. That every, it's not, nothing's black and white. Um, I just I just think the majority of the time. There's a few people that are black and white. <laughs> there, there are a few. I, yeah, Drake, and you got Ollie Berry. No, um, but I, I think that there are times it it works. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm... it's but really about the approach and like it's really a bunch of different aspects. Like what kind of set the person had. If again, if they know that you do comedy and like it's your second encounter, I do think in oh general. That's what I'm saying. The first encounter. Right. No, I'm saying that as well. I am also saying like on that first encounter of like just saying like, hey, if uh, if you have like a good report, you mentioned a comedy thing. They're asking you about your comedy and all that. And if like it's like, oh, if you're ever interested, um, I'd be glad to open even just. Yeah, I, I even like say like it's like, oh, yeah, I perform regularly here. If you ever in that venue and are interested in opener, just wanted to say what's up. So I guess if you're a comedy fan listening to this, you haven't really gotten an answer on what to do. <laughs> if you bump into one of your favorite comics. Uh, so I think if you if you're just a comedy fan, you just say hello. Nice no, to no, you. comedy fan, but also like a comedian. But if yeah, you're a com fan, if you're yeah. a comedian, if you're a comedian, right? I'm, in my experience, I, I haven't found it valuable to ask a stranger to open for them. I just haven't found it valuable because it, it makes you seem like you just want something from them. Like, what? Are, what are the so like? Yeah, me, I played a long game, bro. Like, I played, I really played a long game. Like, I had a job one time where my boss wanted to, like, go to a customer this week, and you go back every week. And I was like, no, bro, just play, be easy. Yeah. Build a relationship with them. You know what I'm saying? And then they'll start trusting you and liking you. And like, okay, let me start buying from them. Let me start putting them on stage. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, so I try to use to play the long game. I want to be like, Hey, sir. Hey, nationally famous touring comedian has been doing it for 30 years. You need an opener. Um, I never met you, but I'm I'm Kurt. You know what I mean? Like hmm. me, I my, my first my first account, I wouldn't do it on my first one. That's just me. But it, it will work. Sometimes it probably will work. Yes. I think the majority of the time it won't. That's all I'm saying. And, and me, I'm already a socially shy person sometimes. Like I can't like I one on ones, I hate one on ones. You know what I mean? Huh. Groups, I can do group one on ones, just me and somebody. A little more intimate. Yeah. Oh man, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't be confident enough to ask. Right. One one little caveat to this: say if you're in the first time encounter, and it's not just you meeting the person; it's someone introducing you to the person. 
And it's like, oh, like someone that's working with the person introduces you. And it's like, oh, this is comedian Alan sort of thing. So this is all is different. That's completely different. Hmm. A recommendation from a trusted source. That's completely different than just you paying to go to a show and then like meeting this dude on the humbug while he's selling his merch. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. I, I, I think it's, if you got somebody that's a comedian that he know and trusts, Yo, bro, this is my man Kirk. You from? He from? He from this area? Funny dude. Hey, yo, nice to meet you. If you let you know, that's different. That's different because you got a, mm. you got a reference. Right. It's different. Yeah. I can see there being a little bit of a difference in that. Um, we'll see, man. When Roseanne Barr comes to Philadelphia, uh, we'll try different tactics. Uh, we'll see which one of them uh, works. I'm gonna hit her up at the merch table. Be like, hey, Roseanne. <laughs> That'd be an interesting experience opening for Roseanne. Um, but oh, for Roseanne, it would be. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'd be kind of wild right there. Uh, with that, man, uh, if, if you're interested, and if you're not, I think we should still do it. Uh, let's get into some goals. goals. My goal, it's uh, it's going to be a, a part of the monthly challenge. I'm still developing. Shout out to October. Everyone's flipping their calendars tomorrow. It's going to be nice. If you're listening to this right now, it's already in October. Hello, feature you. Uh, One of my goals, and I'm still mapping a few things out, uh, is for the month of October, I'm going to delete Reddit. I'm going to delete the the website, the app, Reddit. Uh, It's I I found that it's a one. I stroll a fair amount. I stroll a fair amount. I don't think it's like a super bunch. Like I'm not up there like posts or anything like that, but like. It's something that I find that's in my regimen. And with these challenges, I always like to see like, what are things that uh, are useful for the regimen? What are things that are hurting the regimen? What are things that, uh, how would I do without certain things? So this is a part of it. What What is things going to be like without uh, Reddit? And um, I, I found recently more so, every time I'm on there, it's just negativity. And I know that sounds cliche and shit, but like, it's literally it's not even necessarily like uh like guns violence or like it, even just the things that are meant to be kind of like wholesome like those they have like those uh forums like uh ask this question or um have you ever had this experience they're all targeted towards negativity of like what was your worst experience as a child uh what is the meanest thing anyone's ever said to you and i feel like having that be a constant thread and like a uh, reflection of society of like, oh yeah, this is what people think, what people think. Uh, I don't know if it has a toll on my mind, but I want to find out. So uh, for the month, uh, I'm going to get rid of Reddit. It definitely has a toll on your mind. Definitely. I think it can. Yeah, I think it can. There's times where it's like, damn, this is like a lot of negativity here. And is this how people actually think? Is this like how the world is? I, I hope not. Uh, but I, I want to try to get rid of it for a little bit. That is how the world is. That is how people think. They're telling you how they think. I so my thing on this man, I think there's, I think there's a sector of people that it's a little bit different. Like if you're willing to share your that personal of a tale to the world on something like a Reddit form, I think it's a, it takes a certain type of person to do those things. Uh, and I'm not saying that they're bad or anything like that, but. I don't think that's a full reflection off of like how everyday people are. I think it's the when it's like when you're built towards catering towards that negativity or if you've consumed a lot of that negativity, 
that's where your brain kind of goes and then it kind of forms you into that. But I, that's not to say that everyone in life is like that, though. I don't think it leaves. Yeah, so that's why you've been you've been mad negative recently because you've been in Reddit. I get it. There's some parts, yeah, where some parts of my brain where I'm like, I don't like that my brain is like going towards that. And that's just for general things as well. But when I see the source of one where it's like, all right, I could pinpoint that that's not, that's not helping. Uh, I, I That's when I recognize like, okay, I could maybe clean some things up. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a good idea because definitely that everything you intake affects your mental. So whether you like it, you think so or not, it, it does. Whatever you read, positive or negative, affects you positive or negatively. So, yeah, reading all that negative Reddit stuff, man. See, I never, I never really got into this the whole Reddit thing. I don't, I still. Need it's a, it's the same thing with like Instagram and Facebook, though. It's like it's no, Reddit. it's not. Instagram and Facebook don't negatively affect me, Kirk. Okay. That's <laughs> I will part of the challenge is also maybe like limiting that as well because I think there's a lot of that. It's just more concentrated on Reddit. Uh, I feel the other ones, it's like you get distracted by visuals and people jumping off of waterfalls and such like that. Uh, but Reddit, I, I it's not great. I don't think yeah. at least we'll find out. We'll find out. You'll see. You'll be you'll be like put on forty pounds of muscle. You'll grow two feet. Yeah, what? it's gonna be. <laughs> a, new, a new person all right <laughs> yeah your hair you'll grow fro on top it's gonna be great um, now you're just changing things about my physical traits that can be better <laughs> <laughs> that was not a part of the challenge that's not i want to be clear about that this is like a mental thing i'm not aiming to be two feet taller <laughs> with an afro <laughs> and 40 pounds of muscle uh i guess that sounds pleasant but who knows maybe with the time off reddit I'll uh, spend more time <laughs> in the gym and uh, hair implants centers. So we'll see. There you go. You can focus. Let's see. Maybe you're looking like LeBron tomorrow. <laughs> That's why. All right. All right. So my goal is I want to. Uh, I want to try juicing. Juicing. Um, juicing. What I want to get a juicer. I want to just oh, get fruits okay. and vegetables and juice. I ever seen people doing like juice cleanse and like going on juice diets for like, a couple of days, like. I want to. I want to try this. It. It's like right up my alley. You know what mm. I mean. It seems like, um, because like I said, I, I was I was a little sick like a week ago. You know what I'm saying. I was like, I gotta take take care of myself, eat better, and you know, me put more in my in my body. You know what I'm saying. Take I'm taking my vitamins. I do take my vitamins and my zincs, and mm. I take all my I take all my my supplements. Nice. You know what I'm saying. I eat my fruits and stuff, but I feel like also like, hey, I want to. I want to just try it. I'm not saying I'm gonna be like a juicer and have like. I'm not adding 40 pounds of muscle or losing 40 pounds. No, I'm just saying, I'm just, I just want to try it. You know what I'm uh, saying? I do that. I was like, I was vegan for a, a month one. Right. Just because I wanted to try it. I just want to try it. You know? Give it a shot, man. Juicing's good. I I went through a kick where it was like either doing a juicing or smoothies. I did smoothies instead because it was like, my thing was trying to gain some weight and smoothies. They have like certain, they keep a lot of the nutrients and I guess like juicing sometimes doesn't, but in terms yeah. of cleansing, body cleansing, juicing, I hear is excellent for that. Yeah, yeah. So my body clean. Mm. What do you, you think you're gonna put in there? You're gonna put like uh, vegetables, fruit, you know, everything. I like. I like. Oh, you said you said meat. I did say meat. No, 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 no. Okay. No meat. Okay. No meat in my. No meat in my juice. What? Um. <laughs> you said tacos. Yo, we making. I'm about to make tacos today. I'm making a big batch of tacos today, bro. It's gonna be a great quinceanera. <laughs> Oh, Great. Did, did Kirk, did Pat just say 
Y A S King. What's that mean? Oh. Is he saying? Yeah. I, I suppose he means Yas, but he didn't put the five extra S's, so I, I don't yeah, know. See, see, it's the cult. They call it the cult. Was it the culturally clueless? See that? Damn. You gotta put the. You gotta add the more A's and S's because then it's just like uh, um something short for something else. What is Y S short for? It looks like a name. It looks like Yasmin. You ain't shit. What's that mean? Like, so it looked like an acronym. It looked like an acronym. You, you don't put shit. all the A's and S's. You gotta put. Why whole... you call us that? No. <laughs> I want to call shots. I want to call you... him uh, culturally clueless. <laughs> he, he called us the "You ain't shit" king. That's what he just called us. <laughs> you off for that, Pat? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not saying he is culturally clueless, but that was a culturally clueless thing. You gotta yeah. have like at least four extra S's on there. And it helps if it's all capitalized. Because I really, at first, it's sorry, I meant yo, asshole, shut up, king. Is it even? Yeah, producer Pat, hot right now. <laughs> yo, I really was confused. I was like, yes, king. Don't say yes. <laughs> Why? Uh, oh, you ain't shit, king. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Oh my goodness! Well, good luck with your juicing, man. It's uh, it's health is very important, and um, I'm I'm learning that firsthand from my experience. Uh, I, I may have told you this uh, over over the text. I had to tell my close ones, man. You, you boy sprained his back, sprained my my a muscle on my back uh, last week. It, it was a horrifying event. Uh, on in the middle of the night Wednesday, your boy had a night terror. In which uh, involved me jolting out of the bed, running over light posts like a lamp post and knocking that over, running into the hallway, and then getting back to it and all that stuff. Uh, shout out to the dip; she handled it well. I thought the la- light landed on her head because I turn, I come in the room, turn on the light, and she's like, "Ah!" And I'm like, "Oh no, I've I've hurt I've hurt a loved one uh, in the midst of my night terror. This is one of my biggest frets." Turns out not the case. She was more so covering her eyes because I turned the light on and she sensed it. Oh, I was oh man. Um, so, but I didn't didn't that didn't happen. But I woke up the next morning and my back was hurting, like just a little bit. And I was like, ah, that's weird. This bed sucks. Maybe it's that. Uh, and this progressed. Uh, I noticed it over the weekend, and then Monday, man. Well, like five six days in, I thought I was passing a kidney stone. I really thought I was past because like from past listeners, you may have known my urology checkups. They allegedly there's a kidney stone um, in one of my kidneys. And this the type of pain that this was on. I was like, yo, this is this has to be it. This is like I've been drinking my lemon juice, but it hasn't done the job because I'm clearly passing one. Uh, I want to let the people know not the case. Shout to Rothman's Institute. Um, I went over there and uh, they determined that with the x-rays that uh it's more than likely that i just sprained a muscle or threw my back out in the midst of a night terror uh so that uh your boy's been icing put an icy hot on and uh they gave me some light painkillers which i was like yeah this kind of this, this is wild right here um but it's it's like equivalent to like an advil it's like a super ad yeah, no. so nothing like that just holler me after we're done recording you mean you need no i'm just kidding you want to get me hooked <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding it's like, will, uh, will uh, Kirk uh, be uh, robbing a 7-Eleven in the midst of getting painkillers? Uh, no, nothing like that. That's crazy, bro. Like you, do you, you mean, 
they ever think about like strapping you down when you sleep? Man, so I don't I don't get these often and admittedly I'll admit it to the people um I, I take something for it. I take medication and I didn't take it the night prior. And I think that messed with my sleep regimen and sometimes that's when I get them. So if like if I miss a dose, sometimes I'll get them the next day or on that day. And yeah, this one I think I just missed a dose and but I, I've not thought of strapping myself down. Uh, I think I'm just going to take medicine, but I, I, I guess that's something to consider if I'm out here spraining my back. Dang, man, that's so crazy. I couldn't even imagine that. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, edibles help. Um, you could, uh, heating so, pad. I don't know. Yeah, well, the heating pad, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, that, that's a big part, too. Uh, it's, uh, but, well, actually, when you mentioned that, so Mike Birbigley, he has that whole thing because he jumped out of a window with his uh he has like a, he had a sleep phenomenon with sleepwalking which would be violent and he jumped out of a hotel window from like two stories up so like some people do have that where they have to like be confined i'm in there but i uh so far it hasn't gotten there but if it's getting to the point where this is only the second time where it's like destruction has been had i once kicked the hole in the wall in the midst of my sleep and then this is one where it's like all right i did a little something in my back so if that progresses, I, I guess I'll look into some tight sleeping bags. That's crazy. We got a lot of things in common. I punched a hole in the wall once. While sleeping? No, I was wide awake. Okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it was the okay for me. Yeah, maybe a sleeping bag. Yeah. You, that's that must yeah, that's 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 like it. Damn. You got dudes get CPAP machines. You you got night terrors, man. Yeah, some it's it's a lot. Of, not a lot of people do. A lot of people get them when they're kids and they grow out of it. Uh, I grew into it when I hit ten. I moved out of the Bronx, moved to Collegeville, and then the next day I was chasing my brother because I thought he was chasing me. Sleep world is crazy, and I just kind of continued. And maybe you got to move back to the hood. Maybe that's why. Culture shock led to this. Yeah, that that's the thing. That, that you, we just saw that you got to move back. You can move to North Philly. It's just just as bad. I gotta go. I gotta go hang out around the outskirts of Temple if I want to get rid of these night terrors. Downingtown is not helping the night terrors. Yeah, it's too it's too quiet. You need chaos. That's what it is. <laughs> chaos, Kirk. <laughs> you need to hear sirens when you sleep. Maybe. Ugh. I'll keep you posted if any other crazy things happen. I have a show later on and I so part of me is like with the pain that I was feeling early in the week, I was like, I may have to like rock like a brace up there. Or I may have to You got a show tonight? Yeah, uh up in Northern Liberties. It's at a house. It's 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 called Silly Little House Show. Shout out to them. Um it should be fun. It look every time they do it, Chanel Ali is gonna pop through. So it's gonna be a cool time. Oh nice. What time is the show? I think like seven or eight. I should probably check that, but I have all day just to rest my back, play UFC and uh Maybe go yard selling. I don't think so. I think I'm just going to rest up and then uh, pop off some of these jokes. Hit, man. Well, you rest up. Take care of yourself. This week on Thursday, I'm at the Apollo. That's going to be Oh, my fun. goodness. That's right. It's going to be fun. Damn. So I got, a, I got a show in Delaware the night before. I'm headlining mm. a show. Oh, yeah. So I get to, get to work and play around with a lot of stuff. Are you, do you get to rub the, the, the stoop? I don't, I don't think. I don't think. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they still. Have, I don't know if that's something they got got rid of or. Or they still have it. I'm pretty sure they, you can't get rid of that. Yeah. No, can't get rid of that. Damn. Yeah. Man. 
We'll definitely so, yeah. keep us posted on that because that's going to be a wild one. Oh, yeah. We got action. Hmm. We put some content on the Property Bionics page. So, so guys, uh, follow us and listen and watch. Hell, yeah. Uh, well, as always, man, thanks for listening. Thanks for, uh, if you liked it, thanks for that. If you watched without liking, how dare you? But at the same time, appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, yeah, man, we're always around. Uh, check out the page. Uh, do your juicing. And uh, as always, uh, be kind to your significant others and parents. And remove Reddit from your phones. At least for a month. At least for a month. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.